Hey y'all, Gene Skibbins here. Uh, when Aaron and Tony gave me the recording this week, there was some really weird humming in the background, and I did my best to remove it as much as possible. Um, but throughout the podcast, you might hear a couple blips and bleeps. Do not worry, just had a little uh, audio snafu. And here's the show. You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Hey, welcome to the motherfucking podcast. Hey, we're here. This is episode, what episode are we on? 23. 23. My least favorite, 23. <laughs> you're my least Why is it your least favorite? Because you, you said my the last episode was called You're My Favorite Number 22. We're good, today we're going to talk about our least favorite things in the world. Oh, dude. 23 is a great number, though. It's Michael Jordan's number. It's one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. 23. Oh, 23 was a good good movie. Yeah. That, I can never believe Jim Carrey in a darker role, though. You know, it's awesome. I mean? like, what, about, a, uh, what about Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? That wasn't a dark role. He was still that was a pretty dark role. No, I mean he was a sad character. But he, it, also, I found out um, through that documentary, the the Andy and um, Jim documentary or whatever it was, uh, uh, Andy and me, Andy and me, yeah. Uh, through that documentary, he talks about Eternal Sunshine, and he talks about. Like he had just gone through a huge breakup and he was in a lot of pain at that time. And, uh, the director was just like, was like, don't get better. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he's like, hold on to that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider eternal sunshine, a, a dark, uh, a dark movie. And I wouldn't consider him a dark character. He wasn't an evil character. No, he, not was evil character. Very, he was still a very, he was still a very likable character. In 23, in 23, he was kind of a dark character. He was sort of a bad guy, right? Uh, no, he was just a crazy guy. Yeah. He just found the number 23 and everything. Yeah, but doesn't if it turn out he's enough. like a killer or something like that? Is Did I not it? see this movie? <laughs> Maybe I don't remember this movie. <laughs> oh, fucking whatever. Uh, but yeah, we're here at episode 23. Getting a, cut a little short today on our recording time because I had to go to a staff meeting. Nah. Which, which I, uh um, I can't find this fucking shit anyway. Uh, it, well, it's on. It's in the Dropbox, or or you go to. Uh, it's it's not in the Dropbox. It's in. Um, oh, it's in the Google. It's drive. in Google gotcha. Drive. Yeah, I'll look for it. So, uh, so the, Tony's over here looking up, uh, looking up his one for the homies pick this, no, okay. or his commentary, commentary pick this week, which we'll get to later in the show. Tony feels he needs to redeem himself from the song that I picked a couple last week, right? Yeah, dude, your brother was so mad that I picked <laughs> that song. I know. Did he talk to him? Oh, <laughs> he, man. he was he just was... like, "You fucking asshole, <laughs> <laughs> dude!" And I listened to, um, I listened to the last episode. While I was over at the Nug Nation uh, doing some painting in in one of the rooms because we're doing some construction over there, you know. And How's I, that coming? Oh, it's going well, man. I think um, I think next week maybe I should take you over there and give you a tour of the new spot because it's starting to come together. There's like drywall going up, and there's paint, cool. and there's floors, and there's I doors, can't wait to get in there. And, dude. The the bullpen like we're gonna have like one of those open office bullpen areas. 
Oh, with yeah, like, yeah, I saw the layout for it. With like big tables that Dylan and Mike made themselves and shit like that. Like, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So, so you just did, um, but yeah, I was listening to the last episode and, and man, we did a good job, Tony. The last episode? We did a good job on the last episode. I was very proud of us. And we had two hours to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Let's see what we can do. Let's keep going. Let's see what we can do with how many minutes? 30. 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so what did you get into this week? Uh, I don't know. Well, just working a lot. Oh, you know, me and Laura did Love Knife Material. How did that go? Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was absolutely... It's getting better and better every time. Yeah. You know, I, um, we're getting a lot more gig offers. I just got one for this Saturday. That uh, Actually, are you working Saturday night? I have to check the schedule. I don't know. I've been picking up a lot of doubles. Laura, Laura's not able to do it either. So I'm either going to do it by myself or I figured you can do it with me. If I only work the day shift, I'll definitely come yeah. with you. And you'll get paid good too. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it a corporate gig or what? Mm, a background music, something or another. Dude, the background music gigs are kind of fun. It's a job, man. Because you, you it can, works, do, you and can it's, really it's do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, it's, it's fun to sit back and just relax. And, especially for me and Laura, you know. We, like I said, it's very natural to, for us, you know, not trying to promote this fucking crap you were talking about with the couples thing. The UPS. <laughs> and, uh, the USP. USP. No, I just, I just think that... You know, and I was being kind of corny and, and we were being tongue in cheek about the whole thing, but it's been in my brain the whole time, all week. I, I really, I really want you to know that what I, what I meant by that is that adding your humanity into whatever your art is, like adding a piece of yourself into whatever you're doing is ultimately what people are going to gravitate towards. I guess we're doing that, but we're not pushing it or, or exploiting it you're, you're, you're not exploiting it and you're not uh you're not hamming it up in quite the way we had discussed last week no you <laughs> <laughs> Laura would puke on each other see that's the thing is you don't have to because you guys naturally have that dynamic you remember when uh blind staggers um when Laura and Damien would do a bit more of the June Carter and Johnny Cash type of act mm-hmm. on stage and that's your that's your brother with your wife yep. man did that ever bother you? Because it should. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It did. <laughs> Whatever. I, I don't. No. Not really. No. I wouldn't think it would. But they did that, right? They're both fucking acting. Because I, I at practice. I see how they act at practice, and it's just like not that. You know? But they. But they did. They did the Carter and Cash act. Yeah. And I guess they slowed down a lot more after I came out. After me and Laura got married. Yeah. Your brother probably felt weird about it. Maybe. It wasn't that close anyway. I mean, it was like totally an act where it was just like, I'm mad at you. No, I'm mad at you. I'm a drunk. What, what are we going to do? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people liked it. Yeah. People, people ate it up and they eat it up a lot more when it's the real deal. You know what I mean? So what's this gig you got coming up? Oh, it's not for sure. Yeah. So. I'm oh, you won't talk about it. Yeah. But, um, and I think, I think it might be private as well. I, I'm glad you guys are doing this love knife material thing, man. Yeah, it's like that's right up your alley. It is, and we get to do we do a tenacious D song every set. Wait, that that's your thing is a tenacious D song every set. Absolutely, because it's called love knife material. Yeah, yeah, gotta so got put one it. in there. That's fucking funny. Uh, my my go to for the one I sing is karate. With karate, I'll kick your ass. You sing that one? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's one of tenacious D's best songs. Yeah, that's, I thought so. Yeah. I'm gonna kick your ass from here to right over, over there. there. 
<laughs> from here to right over there. Like, dude, a lot of Tenacious D songs, like, I think it speaks to... You broke the rules. Now I pull out all your pubic hair. Dude, like times that we've been in the van <laughs> and have made up made up stupid songs like that. You know what I mean? Like Tenacious D, those guys managed to build an act out of sitting around with your buddy writing stupid songs. But they are like really, really proficient, classically trained musicians. So they're well, able one to can do sing it. really good. One can sing one, really good, and the other can like, play guitar really well. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, they're like these exceptional musicians. That's what happens. Like, can you imagine Beethoven and his friends hanging out and making, I never pictured Beethoven's friends ever in my life. What what do you think they were like? (laughs) No, it it was, it was probably a lot of Beethoven's friends making jokes and then Beethoven going, what? (laughs) (laughs) Beethoven's watching his buddy play some concerto and he's like, oh, good guy. Bad. Bad choir, bad choir. Dude, great guy, great guy. Bad concerto. Bad, oh, dude. Uh, I was more making a joke about the fact that he's deaf. Like his friends make jokes and then he just goes, huh? Not funny, bro. (laughs) Welcome to the not funniest episode of the motherfucking podcast ever. My least favorite, number 23. Yeah. Uh, so, So this week I started getting back to work. Like, I started getting... Like you, said, I, you said that right before we went on. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, like... Got back to work at the bar? No, I mean, What's I have plan? I have some some goals, some pretty big lifelong goals, and a, and a pretty, like, big vision for the band and my career in music and all that. Like, I have a goal to, in my lifetime, write 10,000 songs. I think I've shared yeah. that with you. Oh yeah, you know, which is basically if you I wrote a breakdown on how to get there too. If you wrote a song a day for thirty for twenty seven years, that would be a thousand songs. Now I've got a little bit no, of 10, a buffer because or ten thousand songs. Now I have written probably like three hundred songs in my lifetime. Now the way I look at it is that if I have a 1% rate of success. Like if 1% of the things that I produce are worth a shit, that's, that's a hundred great songs, right? That's a hundred, like really great pieces. Now it's probably much higher than that because I look at the songs that I have written and out of the 300 songs that I have written, I'm very proud of at least three of them. You know what I mean? (laughs) At least three. At least three of them. So, that's more like 3% yeah. or, or wait, no, oh, wait, that's, Aaron, that's do your math. Do that's, your math. That's 1%. That's 1%. Okay. I like at least six of them. I like at least, actually, I probably like closer to nine of the songs that I've written. That's like 3%. Out of so 300? Uh, well, no, I like more than that. I like, I like a lot of the songs that I've written or helped write, right? You're fired. So the, nu- the numbers are likely going to be much higher than that. And if I commit myself to this work, right. then it, the, I'll produce this body work over my lifetime, right? Well, inevitably, we're going to run into these times that we don't fucking feel like it. Or we go through kind of a downswing in our lives and we you know, lose sight of what we really want to do, or we think that it's not possible or doable or that we're deluding ourselves in some way, or that a time will come for us to put away childish things. It's like, we've joked about that hard times article. Like, 
a man turns lifelong passion into part time hobby. hobby. You know, I think I don't know if you have goddamn this. hard times every time. It's so good. I don't know if you have this, but I definitely find myself in my darker moments having this fear of my favorite thing in the world just kind of slipping away. You know, all things. Yeah all things die in the world. You know what I mean? And I have this, this fear. And I think we all do to some degree of the things that we love just slipping away. And so I go through these periods sometimes where I stop doing the work. I stop showing up. You That's know, bad because like, you do all the work. <laughs> well, like we went, we went a while without doing a podcast. Not all, you know, I was on vacation for two weeks of that, but and nothing got done. But and nothing, <laughs> right? Nothing got done the whole time I was gone. But it even, wasn't a vacation for you. It was a vacation for all of us. <laughs> That's one great thing. Is Finally, Aaron the boss takes, is gone. <laughs> when the cat is away, the mice will do whatever the fuck they want. They'll yeah. take a nap. They'll. They'll lay down, they'll smoke weed and play video games and hang yeah. out with their spouses. It'll be great. No. Just generally be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Just generally <laughs> be happy. You know, enjoy their lives. Yeah. yeah. Live, live life. Uh, no, but I, uh, <laughs> you know, do literally anything else yeah. than be in your fucking stupid band, Aaron. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah. It's a Dear John letter for the band. Yeah. An open letter to myself from myself. <laughs> uh, but, but like, like we stopped, we haven't been doing the motherfucking minutes in a little bit. And, and I hadn't been writing every day. Like I, like I was doing for a while. Like I had a good hot streak and then I kind of stopped. You know, I went through a period where I probably wasn't as motivated as I had been in the past, or I was just exhausted from working so much, or there's just other things going on, other commitments. You know, life intervenes the way it does. But I think it's important to remember that there's a difference between stopping and quitting. Because if you just stop doing something for a little bit, you can always start back up again. You know, yeah. you can always, you can always go, oh, fuck, well, I haven't picked up my guitar in a week or a month, or I haven't written a song in a month or a year or five years or 10 years, you know. Uh, I, I heard about this guy who was a um, concert pianist, and in his 20s, he got the yips real bad, you know what I mean? You know what the yips are? Sounds made up. Sounds cartoonish. Sounds cartoonishly made up. The the yips is a term which applies to the condition. It's a, it's a psychosomatic condition where someone who is a master at a certain craft all of a sudden can't do it anymore. Like oh, that's scary. Like you've got a professional golfer who can't hit a shot is just like slicing all their shots, or or like a surgeon who gets like shaky hands, or. Uh, a painter who can't like create anything or a, a sax player who blows out their embouchure. They actually did a whole episode on the Simpsons about the yips recently, but you start to like, does, does, does uh, uh, the, the guy who was the lawyer in, uh, in uh, Godfather. Did oh, uh, Tom Hagen, um, no, no, played no. by Robert Duvall. No, no, no. Uh, the, the drunk lawyer. Oh, that's not in Goodfellas. That's in um, that's in uh, Bronx Tale. Or no, not Bronx Tale. Um, um, oh fuck! It's the one. Oh no! You know what it is? It's Sleepers. sleepers. It's Sleepers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin and sleepers. Hoffman. That's the Ips. He, he's. I think he says 
I can't do it no more. You know, I got the yips. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the yips. It's like it's yeah. like when when so, it's a perception that you have lost the ability to do your skill. It's like that whole thing of like like Dave Flomberg from ASO. He had um he had Bell's palsy years ago and like lost his embouchure and was unable to like play trombone as well as he used to. And I think because of that, there's like an aspect of where he perceives that he's not able to play as well as he really does. He's a great trombone player. You know what I mean? We get this like mental block where we feel like we can't do it. So like there's, there's an important distinction between stopping and quitting. It's like, if you, so anyway, so this piano player that I was telling you about, that's what I was talking about. We have this piano player who stopped in his twenties because he got the yips and then didn't do anything about it. Didn't do anything about it. And then in his fifties, he sought out help for the psychological factors that were preventing him from being able to pick up his craft and work on it again. And he picked up right where he left off in his fifties and started playing again and started playing like really, really well. Like no matter how long it's been, you can always pick up and start doing the work again. You know what I mean? So this week I've been starting again. It's like they talk about it in meditation where if like you're meditating and you feel your mind start to wander, the attitude is to just be like, oh, my mind wandered. Let's bring it back and continue the med uh, meditation. You know, let's start again, just over and over again. Just keep starting again. Every time that you fall off or stop doing the work, just start again. Instead of just going, I fucking blew it. I need to, uh, I, I should just quit. Like I got a phone call from a friend today and I'll tell you off, uh, I'll tell you off Mike who it was because it's a mutual friend of ours. I got a phone call from a friend of mine today, friend of ours who, um, who had broken a long streak of sobriety and he was about halfway through a fifth of whiskey and he was super depressed and super anxious and super amped up and just wanted to end it all and was ready to just like throw in the towel because he had made this one because he made this one mistake and he felt like his life was falling apart. And I ended up talking to him for a long time. And, and what I told him is I was like, dude, just go home, turn off your phone, go to sleep, get up the next day and just fucking start again. dude. You don't have to dive off the deep end just because of one indiscretion. You know, if you, if you, if you look at it, your average is still fantastic during your drinking time. Your average was, you probably drank 90% of the days. Well, for the past, however many years it's been since you got sober, you've gotten drunk like a fraction of percent of one of those days. You've gotten drunk one day out of your entire sober period. And that's the sober period up to that moment and the sober period to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, sorry to hear that. <laughs> Does that make any sense to you? The whole, the whole st stopping and starting again thing? Yeah, it's called recollecting yourself, you know? Have you ever found yourself in that position before? Absolutely, all the time. Yeah? With different focuses of life, you know? Yeah. You get away from it for a little while and you say to yourself, I really wish I could have done that and if you want it bad enough you can recollect and re determine yourself to do it i yeah. think yeah i agree yeah 
Well, since we agree, let's go on to the news. <laughs> oh, I see what's happening. You're, being on time is very important to Tony. So he's, 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 trying, to keep his, he's trying to keep this thing moving along. All right, news time. What's coming up in the news? What's coming up in the news? Uh, let me we look at your sheet here. August 18th, doubleheader. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we finally got the lineup. Piece of news. We did get um, we did get our slot for New Worst Fest up in Fort Collins. So those of you who are planning on coming to New Worst Fest at Music City Chicken on August 18th up in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th, 2018. Uh, first band goes on at 1 o'clock p.m., and that's Boner, which I'm really stoked to play with those guys. Craig and Jessica are awesome. But we're going to be second that day. We're going to be playing from 1.40 to 2.20 p.m. Yep. At Music City, uh, Music City Hot Rise Chicken. And shine, rock and roll. Yeah. And it, <laughs> what, what was it, that one White Foot show where they called themselves White Brunch? White Brunch, Because they yeah. played so they're like, White Brunch before dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so motherfucking Ruckus will be playing 140 to 220 at this year's New Worst Fest, which is at Music City Hot Chicken on August 18th, 2018. Um, also on that festival, there's going to be Gorilla Radio, which is a tribute to Rage Against the Machine, uh, Dead Key, Stella Luce, Plasma Canvas, Scenery to Sometimes, I Am the Owl, Wire Faces, Plastic Daggers, and Hooked on Southern Speed, which is a band I've really been wanting to play with for a while. I hope we get to... We won't be there. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll see us and they'll be like, hey, we should do a show together, you guys. Oh, that'd be cool. Because we, we got to head back that night to go play Herman's Hideaway with D. Disciples. Yeah, that's going to be a cool show. Yeah, I'm real stoked to meet those guys. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing that night with uh, Dio Disciples. That's August 18th. We're playing with Dio Disciples, which is uh, Wendy Dio's uh, all star tribute to her late husband Ronnie James Dio, featuring his former bandmates. There's dudes. Yeah. Uh, everybody in that band has been connected to Ronnie in some way. So it, it's, it's going to be a really great show. Plus and the drummer, free meet and greet. The, the drummer played for ACDC and UFO. Yeah. It's Simon Wright from and UFO ACDC. Uh, their bass player was, or keyboard player was Ingve Malmsteam's guy. There's like a couple of guys in the band that were in Ingve's band. Dude, it's, and it's crazy. It's like just crazy, uh, old rock star legend stuff, you know? And Tim, Ripper, Ripper Owens, dude. Yeah. That's fucking great. I'm excited. Yeah. to, I'm, Dude, we'll see you guys at the meet and greet. We're stoked to meet all those yeah. guys. Uh, then we're going on tour with the Blind Staggers. Okay. I was talking to your brother. I think we're going to... I think we're going to get some Airbnbs on this trip. Like, You know, uh, yeah, we were talking about that. Um, he had mentioned that when we go out, that what we're going to do and where we're going to stay. And the Staggers stay in hotels every time, you know? I, I know we usually ended up hanging out or, or getting hotels or whatever, but Damon was very adamant. You know, dude, we're getting, we, we're getting hotel rooms. We could get Airbnbs in every city that we go to, and I'm talking nice ones for ten to twenty bucks each. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, 
Like I've been looking up some of these houses and it'll be, you know, you just type in, in the thing, nine people or whatever. Type in 420 friendly swimming pool. <laughs> I found a few places <laughs> with swimming pools in Portland. Nice. So, so yeah, so we're going to, we're, we're getting ready to go on tour with the blind staggers next month. Uh, September 18th, we will be in Boise, Idaho at Tom Graney's, uh, September 19th. We will be in Portland, Oregon Dante's. at Dante's dude. Did you see, um, hell's bells is playing like the next, like later that week. Really? Yeah. Okay. Had I known that I would have based the tour around playing with them on Friday and then being in Seattle on that Saturday. That would be but nice. I like just found this out. So that's, a <laughs> it'll still be super fun. No, it will uh, definitely be fun. September 20th. We're going to be in Bremerton, Washington at the high fidelity lounge. Uh, September 21st, we're going to be in Everett, Washington, which we're going to come back to in a minute. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, we're, we're going to Tony V's. At Tony V's Garage in Everett, Washington. Uh, Did, are, is that the show that they got uh, boycotted at, at Tony V's? They might have. We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. All right. Uh, September 22nd. We're um, Slim's last chance in Seattle. Slim's last chance in Seattle, and that's for the uh, uh, the ruckus in the. Wait, it's called. It's mm. not ruckus in the boonies, but it's ruckus in the boonies records. And oh my god, why can't I remember what it's called? I'm having a total brain. But it's an it's an all <laughs> it's an all day festival at Slim's last chance. My notes uh, suck compared to yours. I just I just wrote the with, cities with Big John Bates and the Blind Staggers and uh, Drag Strip Riot. It's going to be super cool. Uh, and then the next day, last day of the um, tour, we're going to be in Bellingham, Washington, at. Uh, Bosco's. That's going to be a cool one. Then we're going to Bosco. Do the, we're going to do the long drive home, and then our next appearance after that will be October 9th at Streets of London. And that's all we have on the books right now for shows. We're getting ready to do some recording coming up soon. We're going to be mostly focusing on that, but uh, I'm sure more shows and opportunities will come along the way. So you stay know, tuned. I really do want to talk about the thing you want to talk about. We're going to have to save it for next week because we just don't have the time. What time is it right now? Oh, it's six oh eight. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to split. Um, we can do the commentary. Yeah, okay. And we can do the rest of the show. Let's jump but ahead. We'll have, the... we'll have to save it for next week. Oh, okay, okay. Make sure you listen next week because we're. Hey, but make sure you don't have a staff meeting. We can do three hours of this. Dude, listen, we'll... I love my job. I know, but there is something just so um, silly about staff meetings in general. You know what They're I mean? Necessary. It's. Are they though? Yes, yeah, they are necessary. It's good to have your group together on the same page. That's the yeah, whole no, that is true. And actually, the meeting today did go really well, and it did, there you it, go. Did, it did, it did uh, reignite my passion for my job. That's for sure. Cool. Um, well, we'll talk about it next week. And we're back. So okay. So, so yeah, this, this this one for the commentary. I'm picking out Shotgun Wedding by Road Crew. Not because of really redemption. It's not it's not like it's a amazing masterpiece of a song. But uh I like the I like the songwriting of it, you know, I like the uh the I don't know. I just liked it. I like it a hell of a lot better than the other one. I'm looking at this uh Oh I'm yeah. I'm looking at this picture of you and you were so Pretty Tony. Shit, yeah. We're gonna definitely post this picture. I love Damien with the with the handlebar mustache too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny stuff. So yeah, this is this is another one by Road Crew. 
um, called Shotgun Wedding. This one never got released, did it? I, I don't know what got released and what didn't. That's not, that's not your department. <laughs> well, I think we, I think we only came out with one, maybe full record, maybe. And then the live one, right? The live one is that. Well, but you guys had another record too. We did. Yeah, I have it. Oh, the first, yeah, that one, the one that, that Nini's on. That one, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're like that one doesn't count. <laughs> we're on the, the, if you look on the back, there, uh, the, uh, the back of the CD, that picture where we're all like crouched on the stairs or whatever. That's our grade school. Desi now goes to that grade school. <laughs> That's the grade school me and Nini went Were to. you and Nini still going there at the time? <laughs> no, we just got out of there, actually. All right, All right. we're here Shock and Wedding. Ready? Three, yeah. two, one, go. Yeah, that sounds like you playing, all right. That Ted Nugent strum type of style there. Yeah, I was really into it with the yeah. Damon's gonna be so pissed. Why do you keep doing this? Why? He sounds cool. I think so too. He doesn't like it. Singing's a very personal instrument, man. The yeah. voice is a very personal instrument. If I ever if I ever met a songwriter or a singer that was like, I fucking love everything that I do, I'd be like, you're full of shit. <laughs> I'd be like, is this guy a psychopath? No, he just started. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm a genius. Oh, Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Kanye West is a psychopath. Yeah. Why ain't it purple? That's not Kanye West. That's 50 Cent. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Mr. Get your cup and some slack. This is a cool song, Tony. Redemption. <laughs> Isn't that the one that, like, uh, our buddy Catherine always made makes fun of Damien? Damien? Oh, dude, on she the. Would, she would get real drunk at shows, and we would be playing, and, like, in between all of it, she was real loud, too. Damon would be like, hey, thank you all for coming off. And Catherine's just a friend going, shotgun, shotgun. Just fucking getting under Damien's skin so good. Dude, on the whole tour, on and like, I mean, on the whole tour, anytime you call shotgun in the van, you, yeah. you got to do it like that. Oh, I've done that for him for years. Shotgun. Do it right in his ear, too. Shotgun. Just get right up next to him. Shotgun. <laughs> When I'm done. Dude, I literally have never seen or heard a band like like a newer band like Road Crew. You know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of bands of guys as young as you dudes were at the time you were doing this that are doing the fucking Ted Nugent Motorhead. Like like when you guys were doing it, it was very uncool. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, it was so badass. Bunch of dorks from the northwest side of Chicago there. Yeah, you know, we like the Ace of Spades and Dice there and, you know, 
riding their motorcycles around town and <laughs> going over to Luminati's to pick up a deep dish pizza. Take it down Lakeshore Drive. Now, we don't go out of the Miracle Mile. That's tourist yeah, stuff right no, there. It's a magnificent mile, first off, there, no. punk. Hey, why don't you jump in the lake, okay? <laughs> why don't you jump in the lake? <laughs> well, that was uh, Shotgun Wedding by Road Crew. It's a super cool song. Um, Thanks, buddy. man. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed we have to cut the, the episode short. Yeah. They, I do want to give a shout-out real quick to not only our sponsors, Evergroove Studio, Matula Plumbing. Matula! Uh, uh, Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios, Mutiny Information Cafe and Mutiny Transmissions, uh, Rodeo Star Records, who else? Nug Nation. Oh, the Nug Nation, the of beautiful course. beautiful Patreons. Oh, and our beautiful patrons on patreon.com slash mfruckus. I not only want to give a shout-out to those people, as usual, but I want to give a shout-out to two guys who hit us up this week, um, our buddy Gordo and our buddy Andy Senarusa. That meant a lot. Y- you know... That meant a lot to me. That was cool. It, reviews and likes and shares and all that stuff do help boost a podcast, but nothing helps boost our resolve and our morale. Like a we couple might not friends. have done this today if they wouldn't have sent those texts. I know if they hadn't sent <laughs> they those hadn't texts, we probably wouldn't have done it. Like, but no, not time. But dude, it, it it really means the world just hearing from people who really like what we do. And we may not be the most popular guys in town, but uh, you know, we. I guess, I guess the point of it is is if you enjoy something, reach out and and show and tell them that that you appreciate what they're doing because it absolutely it, it just boosts it up. It means the world when somebody lets you know that they appreciate what you do, and so we appreciate you letting us know and Andy and Gordo we appreciate the shit out of you artistically as well both Fucking a man. couple killer musicians and creators and, and just great all around guys Ooh, that Gordo I know he's so he's just so innovative and creative and just warm sweet. and sweet and funny and kind and, and dark and, and mysterious and kind of dark and mysterious Ooh. yeah he's like a modern Warren Sivon <gasps> whoa uh, what is my breast stink? No. Well, maybe. What did I fart? I don't know. Uh, uh, the so other person we got to thank for the for the show is uh, Gene Skibbins. Oh, of our course, producer, Gene our producer Skibbins. Gene Skibbins. Without thinks... this, it would sound like dog shit. Oh, it would sound horrible because I'd be responsible for doing it all on GarageBand Mobile, and it would just. Speaking of which, we've got to start learning how we're gonna fucking do that shit together. We got to get you on GarageBand Mobile so we can. We can work on projects together. Oh, I can get off this damn cricket phone. Yeah. You got you, you need a, a 90s snack, like sun chips. <laughs> <laughs> you brought an apple to school? Yuck. You need a 90s snack. Like orange sun slices. Tony's orbits. mom brought orange slices to soccer practice. He's drinking milk like a jackass. He's got no orbis. <laughs> Don't you want to drink Fruitopia and OK Soda like the cool kids? I wish. Um, Okay, so we're going to close out the show with another one for the homies. Uh, So who's your pick this week? I think I'm going to go with Throttle Bomb, man. You're going to go with Throttle Bomb? Yeah. And you know what? I really like the way we ended it last week. With with ending with the homies? I like that, too. I think we'll keep doing that. I enjoyed listening to your dad do the echo. Oh, (laughs) man. You liked the bonus track? Oh, the bonus track was great. Yeah, love you, Dad. I mean, not like my dad will ever hear it. I'll tell him next time I see him, and he'll go, Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, I really do like the way we ended it, man. We should... 
So, okay, so we'll start ending every episode with the one for the homies section. All right, so you, you guys are listening to a a program evolve in real time. Real time. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to do Throttle Bomb, and we're going to do You Stole My Shit. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. This is uh, You Stole My Shit by Throttle Bomb. Come see Throttle Bomb playing with us, Smolder and Burn, and That's Most right. Generator yeah, at, uh, streets. at Streets of London October on 9th. October 9th. Yes. Um, sorry for yes. the short episode this week, guys, but hopefully it um, Let's go. made part of your commute a little nicer. We're off to band practice. Uh, thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. Shotgun. Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 